It's the Cube Nerds Podcast, Episode 9. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for listening. Hope everyone's been having a, a good couple weeks since the last time I checked in. Hopefully you, uh, hopefully you listened to and enjoyed the Workplace Stress episode that came out about two weeks ago. Well, me and two other Cube Nerds where we talked about workplace stress and how much it can really kick your ass sometimes. Things have been going all right. Things have been, you know, I guess the, the, the topics I keep trying to bring up are a little a little topical to what's going on in my work day. Um, what I want to talk about today, one thing I kind of wanted to talk about, which I, I'll save it for another episode, was talking about, um, like I was watching, I've been watching Cheers and Cl- uh, Norm on Cheers, I'm up to like season four. And he's had like three or four jobs in just this short span. He's an accountant. He's a you know he works in a cubicle. And when he doesn't like shit, he's like, "Look, I'm sorry, I can't, I can't do this." And he leaves. It's like, wow. Imagine that. Imagine you could do that, and you were just like, "Wow, you know what? Something doesn't settle here. Something just doesn't sit right with me here. I'm leaving." It's like, wow, what a what a time. Imagine that. But it's funny how it always isn't like. In movies and shit, you know, guys want to be, they want to be partners. Like, oh, you said you were going to make me partner, and I was this fucking entry-level salesman. Like, really? Does that happen? Because I don't think that happens with any company I've ever worked for. Marshall, I think that's a really funny observation that I'll probably talk about or bring up at another point. But uh, today, what I wanted to talk about was the fine line between... I'm trying to think of the other word for it, but the fine line between... Like positive reinforcement and bullshit. So telling you you're doing a great job, keep doing what you're doing, you're doing excellent, and actually just feeding you bullshit so that way you continue to just bang out a bunch of work. And, I mean, yeah, I need gas. So kind of like, you know, and and it happens a lot. And I've mentioned this before, where folks talk about if you have if you work hard and you do a great job at your work, guess what? You get to do everyone else's work too. And my job right now consists of helping people do their work and then constantly get fucking escalations dumped on me. Here, I need you to do this, I need you to do this. Can you do this? Here, uh, you know, check this urgent one. Can you do this one? And do that on top of, look, can you take this one over for this person? Or look, this person's not going to be able to get to this one. Look, this person took off uh, tomorrow, so they can't get to this case. Can you take this one? And meanwhile, I have my own work, obviously, that I need to get to. But hey, just keep doing what you're doing, is what I constantly hear. Because obviously, I want a promotion. I want to move ahead. I'm sick of doing escalations and all this other kind of shit. I've been doing it for, for 12 years, probably, almost 15 years. And it's the same exact thing. Constantly. Look, just keep doing what you're doing. You're doing a great job. You're a real asset. You're one of the go-to people. And how long can that go on for? Before you're just like, "Ah, alright, I get it. Stop feeding me bullshit. You know? What is it? Is it just not my time? Do I not have that previous experience? Like, if I fucking knew better... I would have worked in retail and worked my way up to a manager's spot working at a fucking, uh, at a McDonald's and 
that management experience would have been able to carry over into all kinds of other roles, which would have helped me. Because for 15 years, I've been working at a fucking cubicle and no management experience, even though I've been a, a, a senior rep and a, and a subject matter expert and a team lead and a project manager on certain projects. I've done all that kind of shit, but no, no management experience. So therefore, can't be trusted to be a leader just yet, which is bullshit. And if I knew better, I would have fucking, like I said, been a manager at some shitty place and just moved my way up and then had that on my resume to say, hey, yep, look, I'm a manager. I've been a manager. I've got team building experience and management experience and say, oh, yeah, okay. Because all these people I talk to, they're, they're fucking younger than me. And they're like, yeah, I've been a manager for uh, 10 years or, uh, you know, I was a manager there for 12 years. It's like, you fucking kidding me? I guess because I didn't start that way that, you know, so that's what I'm, that's what I'm stuck with because I didn't, because I wasn't a fucking manager when I was a teenager. And, and you got to pay for it forever and it never gets any fucking better. And I'm trying, I try my damnedest. I try not to make any of the same mistakes that I made at my last place so I can always stay positive and, and get it out there. And I hear I'm getting tons of great feedback uh, on, on how I, I work and my, my, my everything, my maturity level, my work ethic, uh, my knowledge, just tons of great feedback I'm getting. But, you know, no. But we hired another manager instead. Sorry. And I mean, at least, you know, they do talk to me and like kind of check in and say, look, we didn't forget about you. And, and I'm staying positive still. You know, this is more kind of general. This, I guess, to, you know, not specifically how I'm feeling. It could be how I'm feeling. I mean, if, you know, I guess if I didn't, well, no, I, I don't know. It's a little bit of both. It's kind of how I feel, but also I want to stay positive and I don't want to ruin, you know, if something good is on the way. But like, you know, how much can I take? How much can I hear? Because I'm getting so burnt out doing all this extra fucking work, all these other escalations and shit that's dumped on me and just taking it on the chin constantly, constantly, constantly eating shit for 15 years. Like, like, like I'm sure a lot of you feel when the hell, when is my time going to happen? You know, and I'm not saying it's anybody's fault. It's got to be something. It's got to be something going on with me. I mean, but there you go. I mean, like I mentioned, it's my fault that I didn't look into management earlier but I mean I didn't know what the hell I wanted to do back then I liked computers when I first got into this business and now I fucking hate computers it just you know I started going down a technical route I went to a technical school and I got a network technicians degree because that's what I liked at the time and I liked that until I was probably 20 you know I mean that's what I really thought I enjoyed and then I actually started working for a living and learning new things about what I enjoyed and what I wanted to do. And then, you know, I just wanted to go a different route, but sorry, it was too late. I already started going down one rate or one way. And that's kind of, you know, maybe it's how it is in your place. You know, where do you want to go? Do you want to go down a technical route or do you want to go a leadership route? There's two different routes you can go. If you And you can't go halfway down the technical route and then switch over to the leadership route because it doesn't work that way. If you want to be a leader, you got to be a leader from the start. And that's how it goes. And there ain't no coming back. So, I mean, that's kind of what I've had to deal with constantly because I've been technical for so long. and But I really wanted to be a leader. But it's a little late for that. So, I mean, 
you know, that's where I am, where I am now. I'm trying to fight my way back on top and undo the, you know, it's like being, it's like being good at being technical is a curse because you're not a leader because you're too good at being technical. We can't afford to have you someplace else. Even though this place does seem to do a good job of just putting people in roles, like let's say let's hire someone who's been here for three months and put them in a leadership role because they have a lot of leadership experience from previous, you know, from from a previous job. Like okay, so and then you hire someone outside who has leadership experience looking for a management job, and then what about the people who are doing good who want those management jobs? I mean, I I, I guess it's me. Like I've seen it where God well. I guess I've seen it where guys kind of come off the street and they start at the bottom and work their way up. I guess they're just doing something right or they know what they want from the start. But like if you're there a long time, it's really hard to just break out and do what you want to do. I don't know how to I don't know how to change it. You know, I don't know how to I mean, cuz I'm really working my ass off and like I said I'm making a great impact. And I feel that way and I'm being told that that's the case, but you know where where is the line drawn like i mean how much more is this going to happen i'm just waiting for my time and i'm doing what i can and doing everything positive I just got to put my head down and grip my teeth and keep barreling through it but i mean when i might hit you know i don't want to hit my breaking point but it feels like i'm starting to get there i'm starting to decline i'm getting so burnt out on what i'm doing and and because only more is coming my way it's not even like i'm doing the same stuff now now i'm doing well now i'm doing the same stuff you know, times times five because I've got now. Well, now I've got three managers. Yeah, if you mess up, you got eight people telling me what to do. Well, now I've got three people. Oh, hold on. I've got three people telling me what I need to do. Coming to me. Hey, did you check this one? Hey, we got this one. Can you get to this? Hey, can you get to this? Can you get to this? Yeah, three three emails that come in from three different people about the same issue that they need me to do. Because they know I can handle it, but I mean, you know, hopefully there's a there's a positive ending to this story. So for those of you following along that hear me when I go on these rants and complaints, I can let you know that yeah, there's light at the end of the tunnel. It's okay, you know, you can you can do it. You'll get there eventually. You just gotta just gotta deal with it until the time happens. So I don't know when that's gonna happen, but I hope at some point I can come back and I can tell you like, guess what? It happened. Finally, it happened. All my hard work paid off. And I guess, you know, something I talk about now, too, is because, is I you know, I'm currently looking to get my degree in marketing because marketing seems fun. When I look at jobs there, it's stuff I really like doing. But again, if I wanted to do marketing, if I want to switch to a marketing role, I'm probably making half the money I'm making right now. And sure, I you know, would I be having a lot more fun? Maybe. Probably. But I can't afford to take that kind of a pay cut. You know, I, I just can't do that. If I was forced into that situation and lost my job, then maybe, yeah, I can take that kind of chance. But right now, I can't afford to, to take to take a cut in the salary that I've earned from my experience and my tenure. And, you know, I negotiated my salary for a little bit higher because that's what I needed at the time. And I, wanted, and I even said it in, in my negotiation. I said, look, I wouldn't put this, I wouldn't tell you this number if I didn't think I could back it up. And thankfully, I'm pretty sure I have backed it up. But again, backed it up in the position they wanted. I mean, I don't know. Plus, something that that hurts a lot 
this this is a this can be an entirely different topic too. But working in a remote location, which technically I'm not in, I'm in the original location, and then the bigger location opens somewhere else. But working in a remote location can really, you know, hurt because all the eyes are somewhere else, not always on what I'm doing. I'm only on my eyes are only are the only, eyes only, that are only on me are the numbers. And that's that's all that can be because I'm not they're not around me all the time. So that's how that goes and you kind of suffer that way. But I wonder like I said where that thin line is and and I dealt with it a lot at my last place where I was the the top person on my team. You know, each team I went to, I became the top person. Taking constant escalations, my numbers were the best. You know, they were the best until they weren't because I was burnt out and sick of the same old shit and it and it hurt. But I guess that's not what you can do. You got to keep working, you got to keep pumping it out. And you can't slouch at all if you want to make a if you want to make a move. Kind of contradicts what I've said before, where it's okay if you just dive in and take a lot of random cases. You you know you can take a break once in a while, which you still can. But when you look at the numbers and the numbers tell that you've been taking a break, that's you know that just hurts you. And it doesn't matter how good you've been doing, it shows that you're getting bitter and your numbers are falling off. And that's not what they want. They want somebody who can constantly eat shit and swallow it. Not someone who's going to eat shit and spit it out. So, I mean, that's kind of constantly what I deal with. Is working hard and then working on escalations and then taking stuff over for other people. And, you know, it's just, it's just I can do what I can do. What else can I do? And I've talked to everyone, which is something else you should do, is talk to everyone everyone you can up and down the ladder and just have those conversations and say hey what can I do and it looks good for you just say hey look what can I do how can I be ready for when the time comes and all I hear lately is keep doing what you're doing keep doing what you're doing keep doing what you're doing my last job I had a real chip on my shoulder and I had a real douchey attitude where you know I was doing all the work and nobody else was and I made sure I let them that know that known to my manager but it didn't help because I, when I'd vocalized that, it was really just come off as complaining. And you don't hear your manager complain about how little work other people is doing. And that's not what a manager does. So kind of this whole journey is what it is where if you want to be a boss, you got to act like a boss. And so I'm trying to act like a boss and being positive and not really complaining to, to my manager about other people. Everything's great. Super positive. Nope, nothing really bogging me down. I don't have any really challenges that are holding me up. Everything's great. Don't need your help. Got it all taken care of. Trying to make your job easier. And then it turns into great. Well, keep making my job easier by taking this escalation and doing this one and doing that one. And okay, who else? You know, I'm sure, but I'm sure because I take a lot of issues and I'm not even saying this just for myself because I'm sure and I know that there's someone else that is on the same level as me we're both in the same boat and i'm sure he gets all the other stuff the stuff that i don't that don't relate specifically to my position i'm sure he gets that stuff and he's the one that constantly has to deal with those escalations which who knows maybe he's handling it a lot better than i am maybe on the inside it's driving him nuts like it is me but on the outside he's you know being positive like i'm trying to do Sure thing. You need me to get to that? No problem. What's that? You know, uh, those three other ones you just asked me about today, you want to add this one to it? Yeah, sure. Nope, it's all good. I got it taken care of. No problem. And it's like, what the fuck do I do at this point? You know, I just keep 
keep doing it. And then those positions come up and I think, oh, well, this is perfect for me now. It's, now it's my time. Nope, somebody else. But don't worry. We still, we still remember you. Just not yet. It's the right thing hasn't come for you yet. So, okay, let me just keep doing all that work. And then who knows what will happen. Hopefully, like I said, hopefully that day comes. Hopefully that day comes where you feel like your hard work has paid off because then you're not just another individual in the line of cubes. You know, I mean, I don't know. I wish I would. You know what? Until then, I don't have something positive I could tell you. The feedback is nice, and it's great hearing it. You know, and it, and it definitely helps. It definitely helps at the end of the year where it matters, which is good. I mean, I want the promotion. I want to keep moving. I don't like, you know, being comfortable and have a cush job. You know, I want to keep moving forward. I want to keep moving up the ladder and working harder and making moves. And really, I just want more money. But, you know, I feel like if I, a new challenge is something that would help too. But at the end, when it's performance review time, I can't lie that 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 my hard work has been paying off in that department, which it didn't at my last job at all. My hard work didn't mean shit at my last job. It was like, because they were trying so hard to cut money wherever they could. Like, oh, I know you've been working hard, but you were one point shy of this number and you didn't make it. Because we have to be that specific. There's the specific cutoff. But that's not the case here. My hard work is actually helping me out and, you know, getting me that extra little bump that I feel I deserve. And apparently other people think I deserve that too, which is great. So I can't complain in that department. And, you know, I'm very happy about that. And it makes me feel good. It does make you feel good when your hard work pays off. That's all I'm saying. But how long can you can you take, you know, like, like, like I know a big thing that in my last place is they're doing lunches. They do lunches like all the time. Once a week it seems like they, you know, they have big luncheons. Because, yeah, sure, I'll spend $1,000 a week on a lunch or every other week, whatever. Maybe a thousand, maybe just a month. $1,000 a month on a big-ass lunch for everybody. Just as long as I don't got to give you any raise, that definitely pays off in the long run. So there's that. But that doesn't happen. I mean, that doesn't happen for us. It does go into my pocket, which I like. But I want to, you know, I want to be pushed I want to take on the challenge myself. I want I want the big changes. I want fresh things to happen in my career. You know? The, the money is definitely nice. I appreciate the bump in my merit increase. But I need a challenge because I'm getting burnt out. And I know this turns into like a personal journal. But I mean, you know, again, hopefully this helps some of you folks out there. You know, you, you're, that you're not alone. I batten down the hatches and I gotta barrel through this shit all the time. It's just how you do it. It comes with the territory. And I'm sure a lot of you folks do the same thing. You work hard, you work hard, and then how long can you just keep working hard at that pace with no payoff? And like I mentioned, I hope that I can come to you with the payoff one day. I hope that I can say, yeah, look, man, it's okay. You know, man or, or, or woman that yeah it's it's you got it don't worry it will get better because maybe the position that that they're holding me out for is, is even more perfect than i thought these other positions were and we can all get through it together and say look folks it can happen 
just keep batting down the hatches and put a smile on your face and work hard and be a model employee and it'll pay off for you. I'm still in that rut, like I'm sure a ton of you are, where it hasn't paid off yet. And you gotta just keep doing what you're doing and hope for the best in the future. Like hope it just keep hope it does pay off. But right now I'm just still putting in the time. Still just working hard, doing what I'm doing. And it's all I can do. Is just do what I can do. It's in somebody else's hands. I can try out for a position, but we all know what happens when you try out for a position. They already have in mind who they want for that position. So I guess they cut out the middleman when they come to you and say, look, we want this position for you. Rather than the last place where one position went up and there's 30 people that are looking for a raise and looking for that next step. Go, oh, yeah, awesome. I need that next step. Let me go out for that. Meanwhile, it's like, I don't want any of you people. I'm just wasting my time on all these fucking candidates. Because I know exactly who I want for this role. And if they don't go out for it, I'm going to tell them to go out for it. That way I can hire them. Which I've seen happen too. Imagine that. Somebody doesn't want this role, but the manager goes to them and says, you should really try out. You should really go out for this, this position. Okay, there you go. Now you're hired. Like, wow, that's a fuck you to everybody else who went out for it. And that shit happens. But what can you do? It's out of your hands. You want to be that person. You want to be that person that they hire. And if they, you know, if they tell you you're doing a great job, keep doing a great job. And just even if nothing happens, just keep doing a great job. That's all you can do. You constantly hear like, just keep doing what you're doing. Here's all the positive stuff you're doing. I wish I was, you know. I almost went, here, here's the question too, so the question came to mind of asking like, hey look, why wasn't I right for that role? Why didn't you come to me for that role? Meanwhile, I, I hear, hey, everything's great, you're doing a great job, keep doing what you're doing, blah, 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 but not this time. So you want to ask, like, hey, well, why not this time? And I've done that before. Like, wait, well, hey, what can I do? What, what am I missing? What piece am I missing? And I've heard the feedback of the experience that I don't have. Like, okay, no, it makes sense. I, I get what you're saying. Being subtle about it, and I'm not the man that you're looking for, that's fine. I can, I can take that. I can take that. If you want to tell me, like, look, not yet, this is why. Okay. That's great. Because then I can work on that and I can do something different. And you could, you know, now I know why. But when, but it's like asking that, like, am I nitpicking now too much or am I just being a nuisance? You know, like there was, you know, it could be where where the, the supervisor's like, oh God, we'll, look, we'll tell you when you're ready. Instead of me being like, hey, why well, why aren't I ready? Why aren't I ready? What can I do? What do I need? What do I do? I mean, but is that a good thing? I don't know. The squeaky wheel gets the grease. But is it a good thing if I'm constantly asking and wanting to know what I what I can do or what I didn't do? Or do I just need to just sit back and let it happen? Um, when I was talking to somebody, I was actually talking to the casual employee about it. And he let me know, like, look, just hang back. Because everything could be a test. Which I've seen that before. Getting screwed over just to see how you handle it. 
And that's what I kind of hope the case is here. Getting screwed over and just being like, look, you get, you know, let's see how we, let's see how he handles it. Let's see how they deal with it. And then that's the case. And okay, you just eat shit with a smile. And hopefully they notice that, which I'm, you know, hopefully they do. And there you go. Now you're ready for next time. Or does that mean they can keep letting you down and you're going to keep handling it like a professional and they have nothing to worry about? So is it good or is it bad? It's a fine line. It's a fine line between, you know, are you doing the right thing or... Are you doing the right thing for you? Are they doing the right thing for you? Or are they doing the right thing at the time? And saying, okay, good. We don't got to worry if we're, we're making him unhappy because, you know, he's going to keep doing the work. He's a positive employee. He's doing, he's doing a good job. You hope that at some point they're getting to, you know, they realize like, look, we got to do something for this person because they're really, they're really working hard. They're really doing their thing and we need to look out for them. And I've heard that, that they want to do the right thing by me, which is great. And I hope that's the case. But I'm sure a lot of a lot of you out there are in the same boat because I've been in that position too. Where you keep hearing the positive things and then when you try out for something, you don't, you know, it's like, oh, no, no, you're not, no, you're not good for that. Well, then what the fuck you been telling me all this time for that I've been good? Tell me what the problem is so I know and I can fix it and we can, you know, and I can better myself and I can be that person that you need. It's always it's a smokescreen. You don't know what's coming up, you don't know what's going on, and you don't know how to handle it. All you know is how to be you. And it sucks having to be someone else. I remember hearing like, yeah, you know, you're you're really speaking your mind, and if you got an issue, you bring it to our attention. And it's like you have no idea, because no, I do not. I could run my mouth for an hour right now about all the complaints I have, and no, I keep it bottled up. And there you go. Now, that's, that's, but, you know, yet I'm still doing it apparently, but doing it to a good extent, which is great. But in my last job, I guess I went a little too overboard with it because when I had a problem or a problem with somebody, I fucking let it be known. And that's not good. You don't do that. But I guess that's the mentality I have. Like, look, if there's, if I got a problem, I'm facing it head on. I'm not beating around a bush. I don't need drama and bullshit to eat me up. I don't need to just bitch and complain in the background, you know, or, or to other people. If I've got a problem, I want to tackle it and I want it resolved and I want to know how to move on from it. And how can we do that? I, I don't know. I don't know. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess we tone it down a little bit now. Did a quick little update for you. Do some more stuff soon. Hopefully have another chat with some folks. I want to try to put this anchor app to the test and we can all get on the phone and bullshit. But who's got time for that? You know, ain't nobody got time for that. With three people to get on the phone at the same time. When you got families, you got home life. Plus I go to school at night. How about how about this? So I've, I've taken principles of management. I'm taking principles of ma- I've taken managerial communications, okay, and now I'm taking principles of management. First assignment, boom, get a hundred on. Discussion forum topics, boom, hundred, hundred. And then now I have to take a test online, proctored test, closed book. I got a fucking twenty-eight on it last night. So yeah, fucking twenty-eight in management. When I'm a, when principles of management, when I've been doing this fucking shit forever. 
and I've studied and I've gone through the chapters, but every fucking question is confusing. They don't make sense. So it's like, really, what the fuck? What the fuck am I wasting my time for with this bullshit? With this, with this questions that don't make sense when I've been doing this shit forever already. It's just nonsense and fucking horseshit. You know, is learning the history of management going to fucking get me a promotion at work? No, it's not. It's just dragged out bullshit. And it's just, it's nonsense. Going to fucking college is like, going to college is not about learning. It's about, it's about showing people how much bullshit you can tolerate. That's exactly what it is. So many fuck. So many of these classes are horseshit. I took cinema, which was fun because you get to learn about the history of cinema, which is which is a fun thing to learn about. But the history of management isn't fucking fun. It's garbage. And, and you know, and that doesn't that doesn't get me anywhere. Is that is that going to help me get a promotion at work? No. You know what is the fucking piece of paper at the end of all of this nonsense that shows? Yep, you can tolerate a lot of shit. So therefore, you got a promotion now and it looks good. Or not even got a promotion. You got a degree now and it looks good. At least at my, la- at least at my last place, you got a 5% increase, which is not much for a bachelor's degree. But the 5% increase is something. But at this place, no. You don't get that. It looks good, but no. You don't, no, you don't have a degree. You don't get that. You don't get it any kind of boost. But hey, go for it anyway. And I stick it out because I'm not going to do something and then quit. And it'll look good for my son when he's older to know that I got a degree and that I worked on it. But it's a shitbag road ahead, man. I hate it. I hate going to school. It takes away from my home life. And, it, you know, I, I, all I hear about is fucking, then, oh, you know, I'm stuck doing all this fucking schoolwork instead of doing other stuff at home that needs to be done or spending time with my family. You know, it's not like, you know, it's understanding that I have schoolwork that needs to be done. But it sucks. I hate it. It's a pain in the ass. It drains the fucking life out of me. And it has been for years. Until it's finally done. But then when shit like this happens, it just drains me even more. Like, really? Like, I studied all this shit. I know what a lot of this stuff means already without even looking at the book. But then test time comes. And I'm just... Apparently, I'm completely lost. Because none of this shit makes sense to me when I go over it. But I seem to be doing a great job at my job where fucking management applies. Oh, God, it sucks. Not in a good mood. Things haven't been good. And it's just drained every which way possible. So, yeah. So, I mean, I hate to leave you on a downward spiral note, but that's how it's going to be because I'm about, about pulling into the office. But, again, it's, it's, a, it's a constant journey. So, hopefully you're following along as we go through the trials and tribulations of this, this thing we call work. Working at our cubicles and being a cube nerd. It's it's a constant road. So let me know how you're doing. Let me know what's what's going on in your life. Let me know if you have any questions or concerns. If you have the Anchor app or if you don't, you can download it. And you can send me a message. You can send me a voice message. I can play it on the podcast and we can talk about it. Or you can hit me up on Twitter at cube underscore nerds. Or facebook.com forward slash cube nerds. Go ahead and give a like. Drop some comments or or a message. Let me know how you're doing and what you're thinking. Or you can go to instagram.com or even just at cube nerds on Instagram. I'm very active on there. I post a lot of bullshit with some little comments and gifts and stuff like that that are funny. 
So, all right, calling it a day. And I hope you're having a good day or you will have a good day. And I hope tomorrow is better than today. All righty.